For the wrestling fans. Give me a hell yeah. By wrestling fan. Ooh, yeah. Not your average in your mom's basement podcast. Broadcast weekly. You are listening to Into the Squared Circle podcast. Now here is your host. GB's here of Into the Square Circle Podcast, and welcome to another episode. And if you're a new listener, hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode each and every week. And give me a five-star review right here if you're listening via Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and many more podcast outlets, including Google Podcasts. And wherever you listen to your favorite podcast, of course, give me a like, give me a subscribe. And if you're a daily listener, thank you so much for tuning in each and every week. And by the way, you can find me on my five social media platforms like Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, and Instagram. All you have to do is search up Into the Squared Circle Podcast or Into the Squared Circle Pod. By the way, I'm available on another podcast called A Lesson in Headbanging Podcast with GBs. If you're a fan of rock and hard rock and heavy metal, if you love the bands like Lamb of God, Kiss, Deep Purple, Errol Smith, a bunch of other bands all the way up to today's modern and hard rock and heavy metal. A listen and headbanging podcast is available in all major podcasting outlets like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and more. Subscribe today. So on this very show, we'll be talking about what went down on SmackDown this past Friday. Also, a legendary veteran tag team made a surprise announcement on Rampage on a special Saturday night. Rampage on TNT from AEW, plus other news and pro wrestling. So welcome to Into the Squared Circle Podcast. All right, let's talk about WWE, the World Wrestling Entertainment, presents SmackDown, which was live on the Fox Network. Of course, you can find it each and every Friday, 7 p.m. Central Time. By the way, it was live on April 21st, the 2023 edition of SmackDown at the Scotchstein Center in Columbus, Ohio. That's where SmackDown was broadcasting this past Friday. Of course, the show kicks off a little bit of pro wrestling tag team action between Finn Balor and Damian Priest versus Rey Mysterio and Santos Escobar. All right, it's a pretty solid match to open up SmackDown, of course. Both teams look great as always. There's a point in the match where Damian Priest threw Santos Escobar in the corner, but Escobar with the elbows to the face and next Finn Balor off the ring apron. Santos tried to make a tag, but Priest with a kick to the face. Priest runs to the ropes, but Escobar with a drop kick, which was a beautiful drop kick, of course. As the match was getting closer to the very end, Damian Priest slams Rey Mysterio into the ring post and almost left in the ring was Santos Escobar and Finn Balor. Um, and right at that point where Escobar was pinning Finn Balor, not knowing that Finn wasn't the legal man. And in comes Damian Priest and hit Santos with a south of heaven, and he goes for the cover and get the win. So the winner of the match, the Judgment Day, saw a solid match to kick off SmackDown, of course. And right after the match, Damian Priest gets on the microphone saying he's coming for Bad Bunny. 
this coming Monday at the All-State Arena in Chicago, Illinois. A sold-out All-State Arena, to be exact. In the hometown, we're not too far from where I'm at, of course. So this could be a very interesting Monday night hot crowd on the USA Network. But that's just this Monday. Let's get back to Friday on SmackDown. So we had a nice little promo of Shinsuke Nakamura about his return back. Right after that, we had Killer Cross or Karrion Cross cut a promo stating that he wants Shinsuke Nakamura. So we'll have to wait and see how this little feud will go. All right, the next match on SmackDown, we have the Viking Raiders versus Braun Strowman and Ricochet. So that was a, it's okay match. Uh, throughout this match, Ricochet with a knee to the face and kick to the face to Ivar, part of the Viking Raiders. Strowman is tagged in and a double team Ivar. Strowman with a big boot into Eric, Ivar's tag team in the Viking Raiders, so knocking him off the ring apron. Ricochet clamps to the top rope and he tags himself in. Ricochet clam onto Strowman's shoulder. He jump off hitting a senton onto Ivar, which was very impressive. And he goes for the cover and gets the, an impressive win. Braun Strowman and Ricochet defeated the Viking Raiders. So, yeah, it's all right. Not too shabby. Nothing too crazy here, right? All right. So we go to commercial break. We come back from break. And we have a women's tag team championship match. The current champion, Raquel Rodriguez and Liv Morgan faced off against Chelsea Green and Sonya Deville. Um, this match was okay. <laughs> I know, I'm repeating the same answer from the previous match. Um, as the match got closer to the very end here, Raquel Rodriguez with a kick onto Sonya and the Liv is tagged in. Chelsea Green throws Raquel to the outside with the rough distracted Liv empty the water bottle. That's from Chelsea Green, of course. And she dumped it on Chelsea herself. She goes for the cover and Raquel pushes Liv onto Chelsea Green and gets the and the winner of the match and still the WWE Tag Team's Women's Champion, Raquel Rodriguez and Liv Morgan. All right, up next we have the Intercontinental Championship match between Gunther, the current IC Champion, versus Xavier Woods. So Xavier Woods had an impressive win by defeating LA Knight last week on SmackDown. This week he has a title opportunity to face Gunther for the IC Champion. I'm a big fan of Gunther. I'll tell you that right now. Um, obviously, there was a lot of close calls in this match. There was a lot of counters, of course. Uh, but as the match got closer to the very end, Xavier Woods with a kick to the side of the head onto Gunther. He rolls Gunther up, but Gunther kicks out and gets Woods in with a sleeper as Woods pass out. And the referee calls the bell. So... How about that? Gunther defeated Xavier Woods. I guess you could say KO. I mean, he made him pass out, put his ass asleep. So Gunther still reigns the Empire as the Intercontinental Champion. So how about that? So we'll have to wait and see what's Gunther's next challenger in the near future. All right, out comes the Usos to hype up the main event between Solo Sokoa and Matt Riddle. And I tell you what, I enjoyed this promo. The Usos, they work as a team, not in the ring as wrestlers, but in promo as well. I love the chemistry. They're they're phenomenal. They, they have my eyes glued to the TV. That's what I love about the Usos and their promos. They, it's very entertaining. Uh, again, this promo doesn't make me want to get up and go to the kitchen to get snacks or go to the bathroom. The, the, way, the way they present the promos are just 
It's perfect. That's why I like the Usos uh, right now in this Bloodline storyline, which is phenomenal. And they're pretty much stating, you know, pretty much mocking the fans, mocking the people who are asking the Usos, okay, what's next? You just drop the titles. What's next? What's the game plan? What's next? That's pretty much what this promo is about. And their eyes are set for next week for the rematch, the WrestleMania main event rematch for the tag team titles against KO and Sami Zayn next week. So what happened at WrestleMania was in the rear past. Now it's time to look to the future, which is next week. And the Usos are planning on dominating and defeating Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn to retain the title. So what do you guys think? Do you think KO and Sami Zayn will drop the titles next week? Or will they retain? So interesting story. But yet, we also have the WWE Draft. So we'll have to wait and see how this will plays out. If any of the tag teams will plan on making a big move between either brands. Again, my personal opinion, we've been seeing superstars going back and forth the past couple of weeks. So should the draft mean anything? I'll ask you that. Should this WWE draft mean anything? Or will we continue to see more wrestlers bounce back and forth in these shows? We'll have to wait and see. But another, unless this promo sets up the main event match between Sola Sokoa versus Matt Riddle, and a no disqualification match. Why is it a no DQ? There's no reasoning behind it. Fans are like, come on, chairs, tables. But yeah, they use it each and every week. A a no DQ or with DQ, they still use the damn tables. They use, still use the damn chairs. So what makes this separated from each and every week when they use the same hardware? each and every week. Again, that's my personal opinion. I'm not going to rip on this match, but what's the purpose of no DQ if they use the same hardware each and every week? Think about it. But anyway, let's get on to the match here. The no disqualification match between Sola Sokoa versus Matt Riddle. So Sola Sokoa comes out first, of course, stands in the ring, waits for Matt Riddle to come out the, the Titan Tron area, the ramp. Next, you know, Matt Riddle music plays, and instead of walking down the ramp, Matt Riddle jumpstart by attacking Sola Sokoa behind the back. So a different strategy plan to take out Sola Sokoa. And Matt Riddle, man, he was a little hot. He jumpstarted this match. He had a fast pace here. He was just going wild, of course. So Sola Sokoa with the Samoan drop in the middle of the ring. This was halfway through the match on... Uh, Matt Riddle here, of course. He goes for the cover, but Riddle kicks out. Solo gets Riddle in the corner and places a chair in between Riddle's head and neck. Solo backs up and he runs towards Riddle, but Riddle throws the chair at him, which was just obnoxious, right? It's just the way he tossed it like a baseball, smacks Solo right in the face. Um, right after that spot right there where Matt Riddle threw the chair at Solo's face, Solo was planning on running towards Riddle, but Riddle moves out of the way and shoves him right into a pile of chairs that was placed between the ropes on the corner post. Right after that, Riddle hits Solo with a kendo stick and a steel chair and goes for the cover, but Solo Sokoa still kicks out after being whacked by a kendo stick and a chair. Now, if you done that in real life, I'd be down. I'll be hurt, but I don't know. That's just me. All right, Riddle placed two chairs in the middle of the ring and he slams solo through the two chairs he goes with the cover but solo still kicks out of that riddle decided to place several chairs on top of solo of course he climbs to the top rope but solo rolls out of the ring 
Riddles on the ring apron. Goes for the running knee, but Solo trips him, and he goes for the run. Solo throws Riddle over the announce table, and he was trying to bury Matt Riddle again, just like last week, trying to bury Matt Riddle with announcer table. But no, not this week. Nah, nah, nah. Matt Riddle fought back and used his feet to avoid the table being tipped on him. Well, this time the roles reversed. Sure enough, he ended up putting Solo Sokoa into Matt Riddle's spot by putting him on the floor. And this time Matt Riddle dumped the table over him this week. But of course, right after that, again, no disqualification match. Out comes the Usos. Came ran running through the crowd. They super kick Matt Riddle, threw him in the back of the ring. And eventually, Solo Sokoa was recovered from the rubble from the table that fell on top of him. Gave Matt Riddle a Samoan spike in the ring. Goes for the pin. One, two, three. And of course, winner of the no DQ match, Solo Sokoa. Right after that match ended, the Usos grabbed the table under the ring. They placed it in the ring. They gave Matt Riddle the 1D through the table and the bloodline stand in the middle of the ring, victorious, uh, celebrating. So that's how SmackDown ended this past Friday, April 21st of 2023 edition on Fox. So what's your guys thought on SmackDown this past Friday? Did you enjoy it? Did you watch it? Or you didn't just really give it a rat's ass? Let me know what you guys think into the Squared Circle Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, and Instagram. Okay, let's talk about AEW Rampage who went down this special Saturday edition of April 22nd of 2023. Live from the Peterson Event Center in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. AEW Rampage starts off action as well as we have John Moxley versus Christopher Daniels as both men squared off in the ring. So those are a pretty decent match to kick off rampage of course the highlight of the match this past saturday of april 22nd of aew rampage john moxley picks up christopher daniels and has him on the second rope turnbuckle as scratches daniels back so man moxley is notorious for scratching his opponent's back uh danielson fights back and knocks moxley off the turnbuckle then hits him with a diving cross body which is a uh, a legendary move coming from Christopher Daniels, who's a veteran in the pro wrestling industry, of course. Christopher Daniels go for the cover only to get a two count. Moxley comes back and blows to the face. Daniel gets Moxley in the backslide for a pin attempt, but only gets it two. As a match got closer to the very end here, John Moxley put a sleeper on Christopher Daniels and goes down. Daniels trying to fight back by hitting a series of elbows on Daniels. And Moxie has him in a firm choke-like hold on Christopher Daniels to drop to the mat. And Daniel is out. And the ref calls the bell and the winner of the match by submission, John Moxley. All right, right after that, we have the Hardy Boys coming out to the ring. Jeff Hardy gets the mic. He announced to the crowd he is retiring. Fans are like, what? What Jeff Hardy really mean is he's quitting on screwing up his AEW career. That what he actually meant. Um, he's planning on trying to fix himself here to the fans. Again, he told us to the fans, he's gonna fix himself up this time and make it right. 
and make this the most important run in Hardy's career and make it a memorable run with the Hardys and make it extreme. So that's the plan here, of course, and they have a nice little feud with uh, The Firm with Stokely Hathaway, Big Bill, e All Eagle Ethan Page. By the way, they came in the ring attacked the Hardy Boys, of course, and laid them now in the ring. All right, up next, we had a women's match between Kiara Hogan versus Julia Hart. Uh, it was a very quick match. Uh, throughout this match, Julia Hart comes in the back, hits Hogan with a standing moonsault, which is a very impressive, of course. It covers only for a two count. Julia Hart then gets Hogan in a heartless as Hogan taps out. And a winner of this women's match by submission Julia Hart. All right, up next, we had a multi-man tag team match between FTR, Dax Harwood, and Cash Wheeler with Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal versus Slim J and the Varsity Athletes. Again, I'm a big fan of FTR. They're trying to work a partnership here in this match between Jay Lethal and Jeff Jarrett. But obviously, throughout the match, both teams had a little bit of their different opinions, of course. And uh, uh, they're trying to work out throughout this match, but they had a little bit of kinks in here, of course. As the match got closer to the very end, Jeff Jarrett drops Slim J with a stroke. And Hardwood covers for the win. Jarrett and Lethal and FTR began to brawl as the Bris uh, Mark Briscoe came down to the ring to kind of separate both teams and uh, uh, trying to sort out the mess here. So the winner of the match here, folks, is FTR with Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal. All right, here we are for the main event of AEW Rampage this past Saturday, April 22nd. The Triple A, or Triple A, mega champion from Triple A Mexican promotion, El Hijo de Fakingo, the current champion, versus... Dralistico. And if you're a fan of Lucha Libre style wrestling, this match is for you. Because this match had a little bit of everything, man. Uh, a lot of risk, high risk moves in this match because the AAA Mega Champion is on the line here, folks, on Rampage. So the show kicks off where Dralistico had a jump start by jumping out of the ring onto Vikingo, who was walking down the ramp. So he, this poor guy never finishes entrance. And Jalisco decided to do a, a uh, jumping out of the ring onto Vikingo to get the match started. Well, Vikingo tried to do it the same acting to Jalistico. And Jalistico was standing outside of the ring on the ramp and Vikingo was planning to do like a moonsault style jump out of the ring. But Jalistico moved and El Hijo de Fikingo splat it right on to the entrance ramp. So, man, man, that was pretty bad. Uh, so, as the match got halfway through here, folks, on the main event here, Dralistico climbs to the top rope and drops onto El Hijo de Fikingo on the outside. Now, Dralistico comes off the ropes with a big code breaker on Vikingo. The fans began chanting for Vikingo, who comes back with the overhand chop on Dralistico, which was just phenomenal. As the match got very close to the very end here, El Hijo de Fikingo then kicks Dralistico. They clamps to the top row and hits Dralistico with a 360 dive to get the win and retain the AAA Mega 
champion. So there's your main event of AEW Rampage this past April 22nd, a special Saturday edition of Rampage. Let's talk about other major news that went on in pro wrestling and rumors. So let's talk about the new Japan Pro Wrestling IWGP Women's Champion. Yes, Mercedes Monet, or formerly known as Sasha Banks, lost the IWGP Women's Champion to Mayuwa Atawani in the co-main event match at Stardom Women's Pay-Per-View match in Japan. In the match, the sauce Monet taught Itawani for the most of the bout. Itawani pinned Monet after hitting a dragon suplex. After the match, Mercedes Monet said that she loves being the CEO of stardom and told Itawani that she really was the icon of stardom wrestling's women in Japan. So now she dropped the title in stardom. What's next for Mercedes Monet, formerly known as Sasha Banks? Well, she announced in the post-press conference that she will be at New Japan Pro Wrestling Resurgence on May 21st at the Walter Pyramid in Long Beach, California. So that's the next stop on her world tour as Mercedes Monet continue her trek. Apparently, Mercedes Monet extended her contract with New Japan Pro Wrestling and stardom. So, how about that? By the way, her best friend Trinity Fatu, or formerly known as Naomi, uh, there's been reports that New Japan Pro Wrestling and stardom is not willing to pay big money uh, with Trinity at this moment, but never say never. Uh, obviously, if you saw her social media platforms, like on Instagram, she's training uh, in a luchador ring. Uh, again, the same trainer who trained Sasha Banks while she was out of the WWE in the year of 2022. So, uh, very interesting to see how Trinity, formerly known as Naomi, will see what moves she will make in the near future. Also, another very hot topic rumor in the pro wrestling world AEW. They're possibly teasing a new TV show. Sound like it might happen on June 17th on a Saturday. And yes, I said Saturday. Is it potential we might have a Saturday night or Saturday evening? Or maybe we'll have a traditional Saturday morning wrestling, how like it used to be back in the 80s and 70s. So we'll have to wait and see how this will play out if this rumor is true. Sound like they're going to have the Saturday show on June 17th. And the potential arena to have it at is in Chicago, Illinois, at the United Center. Hmm, well, this could be a great place for CM Punk to make his return back. We'll have to wait and see. Hopefully, this rumor could fill up the United Center like the first time it did. Um, but also, there's rumors of a potential brand split or a roster split within the AEW. So it's probably caused because of CM Punk not dealing with the elite. And I, I, I guess it's the only way to solve this issue between the elite versus the punk here drama is by separating the locker room and have CM Punk have his own environment on Saturdays while the elite, the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega, maybe Chris Jericho have their own locker room playground for Wednesday nights. So we'll have to wait and see how this play out and if any of these rumors are true. So nothing is true and set in concrete, but Tony Khan has announced 
that he, he will be making an appearance on Dynamite this coming Wednesday. Uh, it doesn't say important appearance by Tony Khan. It's just he's making a, a, a TV appearance. We'll have to see what news he will bring on Dynamite this coming Wednesday. So it's going to be a busy week of pro wrestling coming up this week because we have Raw coming from Chicago at the All-State Arena. Sold out. Only tickets are on sale are the resale tickets. So it's pretty much a sold out crowd. So I'm looking forward to seeing it live on TV. Uh, yes, I live not even 50 minutes from the Allstate, but I chose to stay home to watch it on my comfort of my couch. So I'm looking forward to hearing the hot crowd of Chicago kicking ass at the Allstate Arena this coming Monday. Hopefully we'll get a big Cody reaction. Obviously, Chicago is a special uh, memory, a special place in Cody's heart, of course. So I'm looking forward to hearing Cody's reaction here, right here in Chicago. Of you this coming Wednesday. All right, my friends, stay tuned within a couple days. I'll give you guys my review on Raw. I also will have a classic rewind where I'll talk about a classic pay-per-view coming from the WWF era. That's coming up in a couple days. Also in a couple days, I will have my preview and predictions on WWE Backlash. Yes, that's coming right around the corner. I will have my previews and prediction within the next couple of days by the way wwe backlash is going down on may 6 of 2023 saturday live from puerto rico it's gonna be a good time right okay so that's what's going on on this podcast and like i mentioned if you're a new listener hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode each and every week Check it out, my secondary podcast, a lesson, a headbanging podcast if you're a fan of hard rock and heavy metal. By the way, I will have a special episode on the Metallica vinyl record. It came in the mail. We'll discuss about it. Also, on April 22nd was Record Store Day, and I did buy a record from my local record store. And which record did I buy on National Record Store Day? Stay tuned on that page, a lesson headbanging podcast, which is available on all major podcast outlets. Give a subscribe today. By the way, follow me on my social media platform for this podcast into the Square Circle Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, and Instagram. Subscribe and like and share today. Until next time, my friends. Bye bye.